I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine and Caroline. Yeah, yeah. Episode 21, 21. which the episode numbers are like a little strange because if you guys know we did Podmas, which was like all of our mini episodes in December leading that up don't to Christmas. Feed into the numbers. Yeah. So we like have more episodes than twenty one, but this is our twenty first full episode. Week episode. Or twenty first week. Of- which is kind of awesome. Yeah. We're what, five months in? Or maybe a little yes, over five last months. Last week's in episode now? was five months, which is insane because we were we had a meeting and we were looking at um stats and it's it is so funny to see the stats from like the first episode versus now and to see how much this has actually grown and developed and become something. It simultaneously feels like we have just started and, and that we've, that we've been, been doing, doing this literally since forever <laughs> because it just feels so like natural and we love it so much and it it feels like what we're but mentally supposed I don't to be know doing. if I'll ever be out of the mindset of like planning preparing like before we even released the first episode vibes but we are so 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 grateful for every single one of you listening truly like we wouldn't be able to be doing this for the five months that we have or like be thinking about continuing to do this for literally years to come without every single one of you listening so thank you so much and we love you we appreciate you more than you could even know truly genuinely wholeheartedly give me some more give Um, me some more words (laughs) Duh. with everything we've got admirably <laughs> admirably lovingly amazingly gorgeously all of those perfectly things. and a quick reminder to follow the girls with goals pod instagram if you aren't already we love posting on there for you guys and give the show a rating on apple and spotify it means a lot so let's get into the episode and start with a little recap of our week it was chinese new year week it was, which is very fun. It I think was, it may have been last, and we may have talked a little bit about it in last week's episode, but it's now been the full week. Lots of festivities. It was a very mellow Chinese New Year. Week, it was, though, honestly. Because, I mean, we've had Chinese New Year's in Asia in the past, which are just so much fun. Mm-hmm. And because of COVID, there weren't even any fireworks this there year. There was nothing. Honestly, like, you say so many festivities, but it was mostly, like, 
festivities like our family our was family trying to like do some adventures and stuff otherwise went to dinner honestly you would not have known it was chinese new year in this country and it was a little bit sad. besides like a couple decorations it was a yeah. little bit sad there's like when we we lived in hong kong when we were younger and chinese new year there was always a big fireworks show and there were like Right, we would you go would just to, like, know rooftops like, and watch the fireworks, and we would go watch the moon, and, and everyone like, would just hang out, dragon was- dancing, so many cool things, and we just didn't see that here. But it still was a week off from us with our internships, a week off or like a few days off with our dad from work, so our family got the week together, and we did a little bit extra adventuring and exploring, which was fun. We went on a hike. We did. We saw some monkeys. The monkey hike today, we woke up, we immediately went to the hike, like hiked all day out in the sun, saw some monkeys, and then came home, went swimming for a minute, and went straight to, we went to happy hour, and then we went to dinner and came home and we all just slept. That that was was a day. day. That was a day. That was a day. Let me just tell you, that was a day. And then we had a few days of like, Karen fell asleep by the pool yesterday genuinely oh, like my body was sleeping done. on her side my body was done like, yesterday face like covered snoring probably oh we went to like a cool saute place that was fun love some no no okay saute. that was after the hike and oh, yeah, that i was that was, that was the same day as the hike i could have eaten i could have cleared the restaurant out let me just totally absolutely after we all finished day. we all ate an obscene amount of saute. chicken beef and lamb, then we're all vegetables sitting, we're sitting there give it to me and it's just like, so what are we going to eat when we go home? <laughs> it was so funny. Everyone was starving after Generally, that. Generally, I've never been so needing energy in my yes. life. We went to Little India last night, actually. That was like a new area of Singapore that we hadn't really explored yet. So we went to a restaurant there. There's a lot of like fresh fruit and vegetable stands there. And for some reason, I can never get bananas at the grocery store here. Like, the grocery store bananas just are non-existent. And last night when we were in Little India, there were fruit and vegetable stands, and there were so many bananas. And so I bought so many bananas to cut up, throw in the freezer to have for smoothies because my smoothies have been banana-less, and smoothies are better with bananas because it makes them creamier. I haven't had a smoothie in so long. Smoothies have been my shit. Or not in a smoothie, but she did get an obscene amount of bananas. An obscene amount. An obscene... Two big things of them. Amount. Bunches, if you will. Two big bunches. Two big bunches. And then came home, slept, and here we are. So what was your high of the week of everything? We may have talked about this in the last episode, but bringing the film camera back, that was a huge part of, like, the types of pictures that I used to take. And, I don't know, there was a while... Last summer, I, like, I broke, I broke my camera, so I didn't use it. But also, I just didn't get it fixed for a while. But I finally got it fixed. Didn't we? It wasn't like actually. It broken. wasn't actually broken. broken. I don't know what was wrong all summer. Yeah, I just didn't. I just didn't even try to fix it because I was too scared of like breaking it even further. Turns out it wasn't that broken. Um, so it, it's perfectly fine now. And put a new roll of film in the other day when we were at the beach with our friends. Started it. Finished it last night, which is exciting, and I'm going to go get that developed and get some more film. Because I went to get more film in the U.S. Film shortage. Nowhere to be found. I think I tried literally every film store in Boston. No film anywhere to be found. So hopefully I can go get some more at the film store today. Because tomorrow it is one of our friends' birthdays, and we're going to go island hopping. And so 
or I guess to one island. Island hopping. We, right. we keep talking about island hopping, hopping but we're hopping, actually just going actually to one island. We're like, why don't we just stay? Right. Like, why don't we get off? Let's and master just stay. one island before we do a hopping day. Let's like see how we can do with one. Right. So we'll be going to <laughs> an island. Yeah, that's tomorrow. That'll be really fun. We'll definitely share that. My high of the week was probably or definitely the hike that we did with monkeys because that's like I've been trying to plan some sort of hike. Let me here just preface. Forever. Let me just preface. Everywhere because we're reading up all about it, right? Not one singular review said anything about we didn't see an absurd amount of monkeys. Right. I was so we went things. expecting to just be walking through neighborhoods of monkeys. Not one in sight. That didn't happen. Not one singular monkey yeah. in sight. So I had been looking for a long time for some sort of hike we could do here because that was one of our, or my at least, favorite parts of Hong Kong was that there were literally like mountains in our backyard that had some really didn't cool Didn't see a lot hikes. of monkeys there. No monkeys there, but there were really great hikes. And so I was wanting to find a hike here. And I found that you can drive somewhere like 20 minutes away. There's a reservoir and there's supposed to be a lot of monkeys there and they call it the treetop walk is like this one area we're supposed to see a lot of monkeys so I planned it for the family we get up we're excited we go for the day and you know it was actually like a pretty nice hike in itself but we're walking and walking and I mean no monkeys we get to the treetop walk where is the place that there's like really supposed to be monkeys we walk across the treetop walk no monkeys we are literally on like the back half of and the walk this was hike. the walk was pretty and it was super fun we just were expecting to see we monkeys while we did monkeys. it so we're walking and walking we're literally like the last kilometer on our way out all of a sudden swarms of monkeys we had literally given up on seeing monkeys and then all of a sudden they're just everywhere they were like like, and Catherine almost stepped on one. They were, like, running across the street. I did. Want this, so there was, like, a little bridge, and there was a little monkey hand hanging on, and I didn't <gasps> see it. And they, like, I had to do a little hop, skip, and a jump, so mm-hmm. I didn't step on them. They were, like, swinging from trees a little bit. My mom was a little bit scared of them, and Catherine and I were getting too close for her comfort. But <laughs> they were, like, it was so cute. Like, there were, there were monkeys in little groups, and they were, like, taking care of each other. Like, they're picking bugs off of each other, which is a it little bit. It was so cute. Which is a little bit gross. But it was, like, really cute the way that they were just, like, taking care of each other. I thought it was, like, quite adorable. Oh. <laughs> and, and so we watched them for so long. And then we walked on this little bridge. And there was a stream underneath us. And we saw so many more monkeys. And also this big, like... Alligator literally trying to eat all the monkeys. monster. Trying to eat the monkeys. I looked it up and it's called a monitor lizard. It's not actually an alligator. But it looked like a baby alligator. And we saw it, like, in, the, in this stream. And the monkeys are kind of, like... One of the monkeys was trying to poke it with a stick to make it leap. It was, like, yeah, it that was, was a really very funny. cool nature moment to like watch these like animals. Just, and there's like, just like a the turtle wild. floating around. Yeah, so that was very cool, and that was definitely my high because I was excited to like get out in nature for a second and see the monkeys. And then we didn't think we were going to see the monkeys, but then we actually saw a lot of monkeys, and it ended up being really cool. So that was my high. Low for the week. Low for the week is unfortunately I feel like a broken record but I didn't sleep well and I keep not sleeping well and it just kind of like drained me because you know like you can do a few days of not sleeping that well and it's like whatever and then all of a sudden it hits you like yesterday and I also think that it was like maybe something that I ate or something because if anyone else has stomach issues you know that it like tears your whole body down but yesterday just a combination of things I my body just hit a wall and I was torn down 
but I did take a big nap and it was the first nap I took in a while. So it was a low that, you know, in a way led me to a somewhat relaxing nap. So <laughs> what about you? Um, I've just been feeling like I have not taken a break in forever. Mm-hmm. Like a mental break, right? That is a little bit of what we're talking about today as well. Right. That ins- it's crazy. It inspired this episode. That's usually but how the episodes go. Like It's like we'll have something planned and then something else comes up. We're like, scrap that. Yeah. This is what I'm going to talk about. But that's how it works best because it like really is like what we are feeling right. and what we're drawn Basically, to Basically, I feel like I've had no break of just like going and doing stuff in my, like my, in my head. Mm-hmm. Because like, I could be, I, break, the right. break I could be like taking a break, but then my mind is going. My mind just does not stop. Even if I'm, even if I'm like, I'm going to go, you know what? We have this great pool in the sun. I'm going to go enjoy it for a moment. Somehow I have my computer and my iPad and my phone in my backpack and I'm pulling them all out and I end up like doing things at the pool. And then... I go to leave and I realize I didn't look up once and you I didn't, didn't actually, actually like enjoy anything or relax at all or going to sleep. I think that is... I can't go to sleep because my brain just be thinking. I think that is a bit of a universal struggle, honestly. And I think that the screens have a lot to do with it because it's like even when we are like in quotes doing nothing, usually mm-hmm. there's a TV on or there's a phone in our hands or there's something. And honestly, I think like as... I don't know what you would say, like a generation or something. Always stimulation. There's rarely ever a moment where, like, we, all of us as people, are actually doing nothing, and so that might be like. Sometimes you gotta just do nothing. Something, yeah, like and not feel and not feel like guilty and embarrassed and like yeah, like you're missing out on potential possibility for just like being we will get into all of that because let me tell you (laughs) so my goal once again is to sleep more and i know that was my goal last week but it's that's okay it was i think it was the first episode's goal and also episode five and episode eight and episode 10 and but the thing is i'm a person who like i usually prioritize sleep so much in my life so this is for the last three months like the last couple months (laughs) it's quite unlike me and i've it started no the sleep thing started so the time i wake up hasn't really changed right but the time i go to sleep starting like the end of the no, end of you last, know what I no. keep pinning it on is finals last semester. No, that's I'm what like, I'm oh, saying. Since finals, I haven't been able to. And I'm like, that was months ago. Finals was months ago. Months ago. I cannot keep no, blaming la- things on finals last semester for the of fall school. Semester it was like of in preparation for finals, right? Because mm-hmm. this, like, everything amps up, and you're trying to get everything ready. That's when I stopped going to sleep at a reasonable hour. It's like we broke and, uh, the barrier. It's like we broke through. We like ever since the early then, sleeping barrier. Not one singular night that. have I gone to sleep at a normal reasonable hour. Well, maybe like one or two. Maybe one nights. or two. Maybe but even the nights where I'm like, I'm gonna go to sleep at eight p.m. It's midnight, so I don't know where you got that idea because it, somehow it's five hours later. Except it's not it, like, I, like. 11 if i can be in bed before 11 like i am that i am happy and that's usually so normal for me but these past few months i haven't been able to lock it down and i keep just saying i'm gonna go to sleep earlier and it really is like affecting me like i said this week i kind of hit a wall 
And it's so important because sleep actually, like, contributes to so many things. So this week, instead of just telling myself I'm going to sleep earlier, like, I really want to shut my phone off, plug it off in another room, and get myself ready for bed. Like, I'm going to have that. Honestly, just just plug it it off. off. (laughs) Like, 11 o'clock, I want my phone to be plugged in another room. How do you plug it off? (laughs) Plug it in, turn it off, okay? (laughs) And and go to sleep so it's time for me to instead of just plug saying it off. Things, actually like take an action step with it my phone plugged off over there <laughs> yes <laughs> okay what's your it goal? wasn't like, that funny tell them your goal it's to make salmon point blank i want to make the salmon that i've had in the fridge the mega block of salmon that i got in the fridge. so picture it let me just take you through we go to the gym right our gym is in this mall gym's on the sixth floor this mall has everything. This Let mall me tell has you, literally everything. Malls in Singapore. Basement, every corner base, there's basement a mall. Basement one floor, Don Don Donkey. Top floor, Cartier. It's got everything. And uh, everything in between, it's literally all there's there. There's an Under Armour, there's a Zara. So picture it. We're done with the gym and we're out of matcha powder, right? And we got this matcha powder at a Japanese store called Don Don Donkey. It's an incredible story. I am. It's indescribable, honestly. There's no way to describe it. I'm not even going to attempt to describe it. Don Don Donkey has everything. Literally everything you could ever possibly imagine, plus all the things you could never possibly imagine. You could imagine. never possibly imagine. You, and also, when you're in there, there's one song that they play. <laughs> and it's Don the Don, Don Donkey. Don. Oh. Well, they play. The, it, it's the same so, lyrics. It's, it's just two different lyrics, fonts. But the, yes, that's the best way to put it. The lyrics are Don Don Donkey. That's the name of Obviously. the story. And it, they just sing it in different ways. So the one I know is like, Don 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 Donkey. Oh, that's a good Don, one. Don Don Donkey. That's the, that's the one that just literally lives in my head rent-free. Rent free. Like genuinely, will it ever stop? So now that no. we have placed you in now Don Don Donkey. You, uh, in the basement of this mall that our gym is in. Don Don Donkey. We're there for matcha powder. What do we walk out with? Sushi and salmon. A lot of salmon. If you love listening to Girls With Goals and other podcasts like ours, and you've ever thought about making your own, then let's talk about Anchor. First off, it's free, which is amazing because there are so many cool things you can do with Anchor to make your podcast a reality. You can record and edit right on Anchor using your phone or your computer, and then Anchor will distribute your episodes to Spotify, Apple, Anywhere you want your podcast, Anchor does it for you. Anchor works with Spotify, so you can add any song straight from Spotify into your podcast. You can even make money off of your podcast through Anchor. It's really just everything you would need or want in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer, listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly. And the best thing about Rosetta Stone is that Rosetta Stone offers a lifetime membership. So you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons, all the languages, forever. So I've been using this lifetime membership to 
pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the ambition card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The ambition card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. Salmon sushi. They, the sushi rolls are the biggest sushi rolls I've ever seen in my so life. So picture a little maki roll, right? Now, keep every all the other proportions the same. Multiply the salmon in the middle by 10. Right? Are you picturing it? Incredible. Well, literally, we're, we're going to have to post a picture on our Instagram stories. I'll and go put back it on to a highlight. Or, like, we'll put it on the Girls with Goals pod Instagram so you guys can see. Quite literally, I've never seen a bigger piece of sushi in my life and it was incredible i ate it and i've never in my life had just one sushi roll and been satisfied this was the first time in my life that i've eaten one sushi roll and been like wow i am full i do not need more sushi and it's because it's the size of about three it was so good it was so good um but i also got from don dot donkey the biggest like slab of salmon it was labeled mega that you've ever seen and it's cooking salmon, so I'm going to cook it up, eat it with rice today. And have it for dinner tonight or lunch today? I'm going to have it for lunch today, but you're welcome to... I'm going to have it for dinner, I think. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's my... My goal is to make that. I think it's a very good goal. Thanks. Been waiting all week for it. And now we're going to get into the episode. Okay, so this episode is you don't need to change. You don't need to change. I am sick of this shit. What are you sick of? The constant need and, like, pressure to always be changing and, like, working on yourself. The literal, like, the need to just work on yourself constantly. Or, like, have a reason for doing everything and having to feel productive and having to always be doing better. That's the thing. The need to always and constantly be doing better. Like, if you take one step forward, the next step has to be forward. Like, you can't just put your foot down for a moment like you have to be constantly moving and grooving 
but you don't have to be like changing and always 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 being new yeah in order to move in a groove and in order to be being mm-hmm. like why can't for a moment you just stay where you are and enjoy it mm-hmm. and experience it i think positive change is an amazing thing but the constant pressure to always be changing and to always be taking a step forward always be doing that it gets rid of the beauty of like the natural evolution of positive change and it gets rid of which is where all these ideas and the promotion on social media or in conversation with others the idea of change started with being comfortable with natural evolution and natural progressions of your life now it's become such a pressure to constantly be changing or else right and it and it comes from the idea that like there are infinite possibilities of what we can do there's always something more that we can be doing and i don't know if it's perpetuated by seeing things that other people are doing online and so there's always like something else that you could be doing or maybe it's become kind of like a pressure within ourselves that once you have changed and once you have gone through some things you feel like you always need to be doing more you need to keep that ball rolling you need to do all of it but when do you give yourself a break to exist as the person that you are right now whether that is you know who you are right at the beginning of everything or whether that's who you are after like an iteration of change or something when do we just exist and not put the pressure on ourselves but my thing right now is like the iterations of yourself are it's literally just yourself Mm -hmm. like you are still you it's not that's why sometimes the whole like versions of yourself i absolutely love and understand the idea of it when you focus on versions 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 it kind of separates the version and yourself like where is your actual identity right where does it lie in that because if it's a version of you then sometimes I feel like it's not really, doesn't really feel like you. And then the further you, you know, think about that concept and kind of like push forward into more more versions, change, 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 more, 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 new, 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 the you and the version and the difference between those, the separation, it just becomes so much greater. When that's not what is happening, the intentions with that and with that saying and with that concept is to bring the distance between those two things, between you and the version, closer together. Dun, dun, donkey. <laughs> when you're always feeling the need to fix something, when every time you change something a bit anytime you maybe fix something that feels like you want to fix or change if then you just the next step forward has to be to fix something else to change something else and you never sit with who you are in this moment then it can almost have like a snowball effect where then all of a sudden you almost have this identity crisis like who actually is me that's kind of like not what you want to happen you know like if you're doing all these things 
they come from a positive place but if you don't give yourself a minute to rest and like be with the person that you are right now i'm gonna typo that i'm gonna asterisk i don't know what you call it i'm gonna fix that be with the person you are right now it's not right now it's not it's like just be just be just be just be it's, it's not necessarily the actual act of changing and growing but it's like almost making growth an inanimate object that you're just hyper aware of in the separation of it creates this divide between you and your natural evolution and it kind of puts it mentally out of reach so you further this idea of like the quote-unquote best version of yourself the idea is like the best version of yourself exists it's out there it is a possibility you are not that right now which is not true and thinking of yourself and the best version of yourself as two separate entities almost like two different people you can never be someone else so in your head subconsciously maybe without you realizing you are telling yourself that everything that you are working towards you will never quite get to that best version of yourself, right? Because it is a completely different entity. And the other part of that is kind of hyper-focusing on that angle of this all creates the idea that you are changing out of kind of more of a negative place, not out of a I'm positive, being drawn to this change. fun, it feels like good to natural... Me. Right, you're kind of changing and forcing yourself to evolve in order to become this version of self that you are not currently. You're telling yourself you aren't currently. And by continuously telling yourself that that's not who you are right now, but if I do this and if I eat this and if I, like, study this, then I will become that, but I'm not right now. And only if I do these tangible things will I potentially become that. And it's kind of forcing that negative perspective on growth and change and, again, perpetuating the need to change. Mm -hmm. Whereas, going back to the natural evolution of things, you do not need to force change. Because change happens naturally, especially... It happens as life happens. Like, there's... So, the biggest changes in my life, in myself that I've made, have happened not because i've planned them to happen not because i have forced forced them to happen but because they've just happened and i've gone with it i think to kind of like give a little bit of my perspective on everything that you're talking about because i really like it is like when you give yourself space and time to exist as you are you're naturally going to be drawn to the growth and the change that, like, will serve you and that you feel drawn to. Because think about it, like, we live entire long lives. We change and grow so much just naturally. You're not the same as you were five years ago. You're not the same as you were ten years ago. And And the difference between you at one years old and five years old, like, not just your physical, but mentally what you're able to comprehend how you go about life is entirely different yeah at one years old you didn't you didn't say i'm gonna learn to eat vegetables 
no like you, you didn't just, consciously yeah. force yourself to make that change and that growth it happened as you evolved and as you were exposed to more things in life and experienced more things and as different like just as you went through different things and as you picked up on yeah. what you learned from them and how you grew from them like yeah. it happens as it happens not as you force it yeah so I think you need to give yourself the space and time and you need to give yourself love and acceptance as you are right now and that will lead you towards you know every step that you're actually supposed to take and it will lead you towards positive change and evolution as you go instead of you don't need to force change and I think a big part of forcing change is you kind of pick something maybe not because it's what you're actually being drawn to but because you're kind of just forcing it and when we force this change a lot of the time it leads us to really identify with this change and I think that that is a big piece of it that when change can happen naturally and when I say naturally it doesn't mean that there's no effort involved in it but I mean it doesn't it's not like you are deciding to totally overturn your life and like force a bunch of change I mean it's like you're making changes and building habits and things that that you feel actually benefiting you and helping you and feeling like and like align with align with your life as it goes it shouldn't feel like you're forcing a puzzle piece into a whole like forcing something into a place that doesn't it doesn't fit because that's the kind of forcing and the conscious effort to make something fit and there's a difference between consciously you know choosing to move forward and put effort and focus onto a piece of growth and change because it is what you want and need at the moment And that's different than doing the same when you're telling yourself and convincing yourself for whatever reason that that is something that needs to happen. Like, there's two very different, you know, kind of starts and directions of growth. Mm. So when you force change, it leads you to really make it a part of your identity. Like, you identify with this thing that you're forcing change right now. And that can lead to a couple different things. Number one, if you if you are forcing yourself to change, I think a lot of people, if you have to convince yourself that that change is good for you or convince yourself that you really want that point of change, you know, that's when you kind of question yourself and how you fit into that. And that's where that divide of, the best version, the hypothetical best version of yourself and you. That's where that divide comes in and that might create a little bit of an identity crisis. And the other kind of version of this comes after completing growth, kind of with more tangible things, right? Like if you have a, from a numbers perspective, someone who is unhealthily overweight, right? And wants to get into a healthy weight zone and you have this target number that, you, you or your doctor has told you, like, let's work towards this. And you work and you work and you get to that point. What do you do after that point? And this can this doesn't have to be weight loss. I just did it because it's an easy, easily 
understandable. understandable concept. This can be with anything. Getting into college, graduating college, getting a dream job. If you, you have identified so with this change for so long. Right, and it's kind of become a part of you. Maybe other people see you as that. And other people, like, tie that into you. You you tie it into yourself. Like, it has become so deeply rooted yeah. in who you are at that moment in time. Once it, you actually complete it, what do you do? I think it can be a part of you because if it's, you know, working hard to get into school or if it's weight loss and something like that, obviously it's something that you're doing and it should be something that feels positive for you and feels like this. And it should absolutely be right. like that a part be of you. Entirely separate but from you. But if it's something, if it's like the main thing that you are identifying with for so long is this change, then you reach it. Then you like are this different person or you are in this different place at the other side of it and you've accomplished it. Mm-hmm. Then it's like what do you have to identify with anymore? So and I think that's a lot of sometimes the the concept of you and the place you want to be being entirely separate and somewhat out of reach almost. I think in our heads when we have a goal like that, something in the back of your mind is telling you either you're not there now or maybe you'll never get there. And then once you do get there, you kind of you like don't know who you are you don't know what to do and that has nothing to do with like the pride and the feeling of accomplishment once you do complete something but this is like neuroscientific that a lot of people deal with depression after you know reaching or passing milestones because you've devoted so much time and energy that now that physical space and that mental space is left wide open Mm-hmm. I think a really relatable and good example of where things can go wrong when a positive change then becomes something that you so greatly identify with is the way that so many people go from getting healthier, feeling healthier, feeling really positive about that and having that be like one part of your life to then becoming obsessed with health and fitness because like I have been through that and I know a lot of people listening have as well and it's kind of like when I first started my like wellness journey per se it it felt natural like it was a natural change it wasn't something that I was like necessarily forcing upon myself but it came naturally because I was in a place where I was feeling a bit lost a bit unfulfilled and I wanted change and so I kind of I gave myself space to figure out what that was And I found that one summer with basic things that I really enjoyed. You know, a lot of health-focused things like cooking more food, making smoothie bowls in the summer, running outside more, you know, starting lifting and really experimenting with that. But also with a lot of other things that I felt drawn to, like listening to music or going for beach drives or adventuring with friends and taking pictures and making vlogs to capture memories. Summer 2019. Summer 2019. (laughs) Like there were a lot of... There were a lot of different things that were happening in my life and that were making me happy. Like, I look back at that as the first time where I was really aware of healthy changes that I was making, but it was in a very natural way and it was balanced with so many other things that were making me feel more happy and more fulfilled at that time that I had been feeling a little bit lost. But then when 
you start to identify with that because you start to feel like, oh, I'm I'm seeing so many positive changes. I'm feeling positive changes from health and fitness. I thought I had to keep doing more because that's kind of where our brains go. When we have a little bit of change, it feels positive. We think, okay, that's step one. And now we have to do step two, three, four, five, six. We think we have to keep iterating, keep changing instead of just letting it feel good the way that it is in the moment. And so I thought that I had to keep doing more, keep making changes. And I got too obsessed with exercise and nutrition because there was always more change to make, always more to do in that sense. But then that same thing that really added to my life took so much away from it because when I identified with it too much, it stripped away all of those other things that were also fulfilling. And it put this pressure on always having to change and always having to do more versus being happy and feeling good with the amount of change that I already that I had already done and like in the place that I was and so then what I had to do and what I know so many other people have had to do is like backtrack and learn how to make it a positive balance again and re-find that balance refine those other things that make you happy so kind of what I have to say about that is if you're in a place with something where you feel good about it right now and it feels good in your life right now let it be you, you don't can stay have there. To, you can stay there if it feels good right now, you can stay there. You don't, it doesn't mean, oh, this feels good. I have let's to do, make, more. Let's do more. It doesn't mean that this feels good. Doing more will make it feel better. It might not. And it, 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 it might not. Because if it feels good the way that it is right now and there's balance in it and it feels natural, it feels like it's adding things, then keep it there. It doesn't always have to be more. And I'm going to be honest, social media... And I feel like maybe TikTok especially, continuously, I, like you're seeing every 30 seconds new content and new lifestyles and new food you have to try or books you have to read or this workout that you have to do to get better and to become this better version of yourself. And a lot of that starts out of a good place in the perfect amount of it is perfect. It's just when it's given in such abundance, like this never-ending stream mm. of exposure to new facets of yeah. self-help, it just continuously perpetuates the idea of once you do something, that's not enough. Like if once you complete something, that's not enough. You got to go straight to the next and then the next, and then the next, and then the next, and then the next. And then you get to a point where, kind of like I'm feeling right now, I look back and I realize I've made so many positive changes and necessary changes and intentional changes for myself that come with this natural evolution of my life and kind of balance out what's being called for in my life right now and the experiences that I'm going through right now. But I look back and I, I did all that and I forgot to be aware of myself in the process you forgot to pause i forgot to after every step exist in the process like yeah. i'm i'm focused on the process and not myself i'm focused on the change uh, and not okay. myself i'm focused on the potential and not actually myself i think that that idea is like the core idea that we're getting at that 
if you're too focused on change after change after change, it separates the process of change from actually who you are. And like you were saying, then all of a sudden, maybe a year's gone by or something, and you've been so focused on this change, next step forward, next step forward, that you haven't focused on loving and accepting and understanding and being with yourself through that process. You've kind of separated the things. Whereas if you can pull it back and go with the changes that feel natural to you one step at a time, Mm -hmm. then you keep it within yourself and you're always aligned with yourself and connected with yourself through that journey versus always needing to change, 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 next step, next step, and you're keeping it almost separately away from you. It pulls it away from who you are. And that's not because everything that you're doing is wrong, right? Everything that you're doing is probably right. You have the right intentions. You're putting the right effort and energy into it. But that's like, you could be doing five things. Now you're doing 10 things. Right. And by doing 10 things, you're negating all of those 10 things because you're not appreciating. You're not you're not actually getting the benefits from them because yeah. you don't let yourself experience them before you're moving on to the next yeah. thing. So this isn't to say you can't change, you shouldn't have positive change, right? You guys know that we are all for pouring that love and understanding all of that into yourself and having this positive change, but it's more about taking it one step at a time and making sure that you are always feeling aligned with yourself. You understand you who you are. You always feel involved in the process. Yes, that is it. You feel involved in the process and you feel like you are doing it with yourself. It's like a self-help cycle. It gets you into this trap. The world is infinite and abundant and there is there are infinite possibilities. Like You can change a million times over and have a million more to go, right? There is always going to be something to change, something to fix, if you think about it that way there will always be something. And once you, if you get into that cycle of, I'm going to fix, fix, fix until, until I'm perfect, until I get to that best version of myself, you're separating the two. You're putting it out of reach. You're putting it out of yourself. You're taking yourself out of it and you're saying, this is the process. I'm going to go through the process and then. But you will never get to that point because there's always something more. You can still do the process, go through the process, make all the changes you could possibly ever make. But think of yourself as that the version that you already are. Like, you are yourself. That is the baseline. You are bigger than all the changes, everything around you. The changes are just fun and they're just life, right? And I think the ratio of you and ch- the changes sometimes gets skewed. The ratio is like one to a thousand, a thousand being the changes, it's like you're in control. You are the one making the changes. So why does it sometimes feel like the changes, the are, changes controlling are controlling you. you and your actions and everything you do and separating you and detaching you? It's a trap. It gets to a point when it gets too much, it gets to the point of feeling like a trap. So flip that ratio. Bring yourself back into awareness that you are the controlling factor. Beyond everything else, like you are in the center doing it all. You control the changes that you make. The pressure to change doesn't control you. So say you're at that point, right? Where you, maybe you felt like you fixed everything that you wanted to fix. Or maybe you feel like you're, you're sitting there. Like, shit, there's 
so much else left to fix because there will always be something that you can find or craft up to convince yourself that maybe it's a problem or maybe it needs changes and how do you how do you get past that and how do you help yourself you know put yourself back into focus and put yourself back into the the controlling part of the ratio if you will I think if you focus on the idea of fixing it's you know subconsciously perpetuating that idea of there is a problem it's a problem right and not just a natural evolution or a thing that's happening in life it's a problem it's not life right like some of these changes and growth that's it's growing up it's moving through life it's going through different phases of life that's having different people around you it's just what happens it's not a problem necessarily like it's there aren't negative connotations to everything if you change the idea of focusing on fixing to sometimes focusing on accepting accepting doesn't mean you're going to stay and stay static accepting means you're taking the control back you're putting less pressure and you're just living and part of that living is growth and change and evolution but you are living Bring yourself back to the center of it all. Bring bring your actual self in this moment back into your focus and your priorities. Instead of the priorities being needing to take another step of change and always doing that. And there are a ton of external factors, be it social media or friends or family or concepts that you've built up in your head that tell you that you need to change and tell you what you need to change and how you need to do it but unless you you really thought of it and you really want to do it yourself you don't need to follow it unless it's the natural progression of where you're going where you're taking yourself in life the things that have genuinely come into your life You don't need to force yourself into these points of change and constant awareness and hyper-focus on change. Mm -hmm. You can still be changing and growing and evolving without putting an overwhelming hyper-focus on it. So instead of looking externally and searching for things, spend more time with yourself, notice what makes you feel happy or at peace, and just do that. Because the right change will come naturally when you give yourself space and time and you put yourself back into focus. Mm